hello there, Tom Arnholt. How are you? I am good, Mike Eshelman. How are you, sir? I am good. Thank you for spending the time with me on this wonderful November evening. It is grand to be here and to spend time with a good old friend. Aw, shucks. I'm referring, you know, I'm referring to the vodka. Oh, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> no, you're cool. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so we are on our 11th episode, if you can believe that. Yeah, I had to take my shoe off to count that high. <laughs> this little piggy says the <laughs> podcast must go on. It's only because I couldn't get my pants undone. <laughs> so, as Tom's half drunk promised last month, we are going to do two this month. Oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> it's double the work and double the fun. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So we'll have this mid-November one, and then um, right after Thanksgiving, we are going to spend, what is that, Black Saturday? What's the day after Black Friday? Is that Boxing Day or something? It, uh, yeah, it's it's Buyer's Remorse Saturday. Okay, so Buyer's Remorse Saturday, we're going to knock out a, another episode for you. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> for December, which is going to be our season finale, and... <laughs> I I want to say December 12th. Does that sound right? Again. That does. Okay. Yeah, December 12th. Sure. Okay, so December 12th, we're going to have a Thunderdome episode where just we're going to open the lines up <laughs> and have people stop in, uh, say hi, tell us what you like or don't like about the show, and we'll have our, our normal bevy of weird articles to discuss with you. But... I'll post some invitation invitation information online, um, yeah. just to keep the flow going, so we don't have everybody show up at once. Um, you know, the computer locks up and we don't get anything recorded, so we'll we'll sort of spread yeah. it out a little bit. But we're going to spend about an hour just hanging out with everybody. So yeah. if you've ever thought, "Golly, I'd like to be on that show," but I don't like them a whole hour's worth, this yeah. is your opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can put up with five minutes. Yeah, of these assholes. <laughs> I like them about a commercial break. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, I haven't thought about them in thirty years. <laughs> Jesus, why start now? <laughs> yeah, I'll, give don't. A, I'll, I'll give them a five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll post some information about that, but um, we've got some guests booked already. And we want to open it up and see who else wants to come and play with us on that night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Play with um, us. Who see. runs Barter Town? Who runs Barter Town? <laughs> blaster, Blaster, Blaster. <laughs> Master Blaster run Barter Town. <laughs> Fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> we don't need another hero. We don't. We, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't know the way home. <laughs> um any other housekeeping I can think of? Oh. Um we want to welcome our new listeners from France. Bonjour. And, and Uzbekistan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> My name Mike. <laughs> what do your people call internet? Mm-hmm. Uzbekistan. 
Yeah, we had awesome. uh, another another couple international listeners probably thought we were something else. I'm sure. Accidentally listened to us. Yeah, yeah, so our new intro will be, we are not Joe Rogan, please move along. Yeah. <laughs> right after the it, illicit content warning. It, it, exactly. I was going to say, yeah, we need to have that. You will be offended. I mean, just, <laughs> just, it's not a warning. It's a promise. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, so, um, <laughs> that's all the assorted garbage I have. Um, do you want to jump in on the articles or do you want me to take, uh, start us off in Pittsburgh? Uh, your call. What do you want? Okay. You can go. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Man. Sure. Okay. I'll leave this week. <clears throat> Someone keeps blowing up porta potties in Pittsburgh. You know, with bombs? Someone in Pittsburgh is blowing up porta potties, and not in the stinky way. Trib Total Media reports that the city was a little disturbed after a perfectly good loo was blown to smithereens during the overnight hours. Then, the following week, it happened again. Police say construction workers came upon the second porta potty's remains around 7 a.m. on Tuesday, prompting police to dispatch their bomb squad and bomb sniffing canine units to find a possible culprit. Taco Tuesday was immediately ruled out. <laughs> Fucking AP Newswatch. No asshole. one was injured in the blast, but given what happens in a portable toilet, people's olfactory systems were probably not having a good day. Whoever is deciding to throw dynamite in porta potties sure loves targeting those by construction sites, though. The first one happened around 3.30 a.m. around Election Day near a construction site, and that particular explosion did cause some damage. A woman's home was close to the explosion, and the blast broke a window, among other things. Oh, to be a fly on the wall for that call to her insurance company. It's unknown if the two blown-up toilets were the handiwork of the same person, or are two unrelated incidents. No arrests have been made. Either way, here's a reminder that the only bombs you should be dropping in toilets are those that the body forms naturally after a hearty meal. Oh my god. All right, there's a lot of things I hate about this story. <laughs> do, do go on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I love it. It's it, it's got everything. It's got everything. This is this is this this is our generation's uh you know, uh, Avatar. Oh, wasn't Avatar our generation's <laughs> Avatar? You know, I, I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't I did. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I oh. saw it. I saw it. I've tried to blot it out of my memory. No. <laughs> Good call. So, Worst Ferngully ever. Oh, right? God! <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Unobtainium. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, oh. sorry, sorry. So Pittsburgh, what the hell? Um, you know, on the surface, this is like this is something like that we would have done <laughs> back in the day. All right, maybe not yes. blow them up, but but perhaps push them over. Okay, so as I'm reading this, I'm like, why did he pick this? This is shit we would have done until I got to the word dynamite. Right. I'm like, okay, I can see tossing an M80 in. 
Yep. That would be hilarious, you know. Not Cherry the bomb. roof off. Yeah. But what the fuck? I mean, a stick of dynamite? Yeah. There's so many other cool things you could do with a stick of dynamite. <laughs> Especially I mean, in a construction site, for God's sakes. Well, yeah. I mean, I can see blowing up one. But is it really all that? Like, oh, we got to go to another construction site. Right? No. And that's the thing that, that, that kind of struck me, too, is toward the end where it's like it's unknown if the two were done by the same culprit. Right. What sort of bizarre Jungian collective consciousness is happening in Pittsburgh <laughs> that two people who happen to possess dynamite would get the same bright idea to blow up a porta potty by a construction site? I mean, that, looking over and over and again, it, it just had to be kids fucking around. You know, yeah. it, you're not hurting the construction company by blowing up a rented porta potty because they have to sign an insurance waiver and right. the company will bring in another one. Yeah. Fixed. But, again, you know, they could have done so much more damage, though. If, if it was an issue with the construction company, this just seems damage for damage sake. Right, and I can understand. Well, I wouldn't understand, but it, it would make more sense if they had a gripe against the construction company, or you know, the fact that they were building on this particular site. You know, you knock right. down gr- grandma's house, whatever. Um, I could not understand. I guess I could understand it a little bit more, or at least it would be easier to connect those dots. Yes, but just the random, the random abuse of a porcupine. <laughs> So, yeah, and and again, I my heart goes out to the woman that had a porta body blow through her window too. Right, and then like the window's gone, so she gets to enjoy the the smell. Yes, I mean it, it's the dead of night. You hear an explosion. Yeah. You come down to your kitchen, and your walls are covered in blue smurf this, shit. This, yeah, that splatter <laughs> of just brown and blue, like a yes. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Lady, my heart goes out to you. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, were I her, I think I'd, I'd have a hard time not just lighting fire to the thing and going, oh, no, it, it, collateral damage. Fuck yes. I'm right? out. Fuck this. We'll never get this smell out. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. Fuck Pittsburgh. Fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, this was pretty gross, man. And, 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 and I maybe somebody has an issue with the porta potty company, for all I know. But I'm going to chalk it up to just kids out fucking around at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, and finding dynamite. But that's the and now that's the only thing is, <laughs> you know, it's not like rummaging around in your parents' you know drawer going, oh hey look a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's dynamite. Even, I don't know. Even the most negligent of parents would keep that at least <laughs> locked somewhere. Uh, what about uh, the dad and Heathers? Wasn't that how Christian Is that how we got it? blew it up? Yeah. yeah. His dad was in demolitions. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it was somebody's truck that they forgot to lock, and these kids are out fucking around and said... You know, I've watched enough cartoons to know what this shit does. Let's go. It's gonna, it's gonna fly. 
<laughs> it's gonna launch like a like a like a SpaceX rocket. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and land perfectly right where it needs to go. Right. Uh, to circle yeah, back to your point, I think tipping them over is pretty fucking gross too. Um, Unless there's somebody in there. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> because again, it's the poor schmuck that dropped him off that has to fix that problem. Uh, yeah, you are. You're, you're, you're fucking with the guy that all he needs, you know, look, he's. <laughs> Come on. Yep. You know, he's not. You know, and the thing is, you know, he's making a living. Mm hmm. But I mean, I mean, literally a shitty job. It's true. Yep. But again, I I have to commend you. As I was scrolling through, I'm like, hey, Pittsburgh. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so hats off to you, Mr. Arnold, for you, ruining sir. my breakfast Thursday morning. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got in the kitty? All right. Next up, I uh, you know, fuck. In every every show, there's at least one. There's one <laughs> one headline that just grabs you. Okay, I'll be quiet. This is good. I'm gonna try to get through it. All right. Drunk driver with no arms and legs arrested after crashing into police car. <laughs> Firefighters in Maryland responding to the scene of a car crash involving a drunk driver and a police cruiser were shocked to find the impaired driver had no arms or legs, according to Southern Maryland News Net. Emergency personnel arrived on the scene to find a Chevy pickup truck that had struck a Maryland state police-marked SUV and then the East Coast Investments Building. No injuries were reported. The operator, later identified as 22-year-old Dayton James Weber, was placed under arrest and charged with DUI, negligent driving, and failure to remain at the scene of an, ic- of an accident, among other violations. <coughs> so, <coughs> mm. Okay. This is just like, wow. Yeah, it's like Boxing Helena 2. You know, like the, the car chase <laughs> This yes, like she escapes and, and like, <laughs> like just stumps her way to the car and uses her teeth to start it, and off she goes. Man, oh. so many. Oh God. And Dude, I hang guess on. time out. Oh. Kudos, kudos for the boxing Helena reference. You like that? <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> like you and like me and maybe twelve other people know that movie. Great movie. Oh my god, what it a great is. fucked up film. Oh yeah. So good. I'll ruin it for everybody else. It's uh it's all a bad dream. Yeah. I just see two hours. Yep. He wakes up in bed, it's with Susan Plachette. <laughs> Noise. No one's gonna get that. <laughs> I understand that reference. (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite part of this whole thing, besides reading the uh, forum comments on the Southern Maryland news net, was the fact that they charged him with 
failure to remove remain at the scene of a crime. A man with no arms and no legs yeah. failed to remain at the scene. Right? <laughs> you know, it's not that he escaped justice. It's that he escaped at all. Right. And, it, oh, my God. Okay, so <clears throat> the, the whole DUI thing, I get it. It happens to everybody. Well, not everybody. It happens to some quit, people. Yeah. But the fucker bounced off of a cop SUV <laughs> into a building. Into a building. Yeah. So, and the fact that he's only 22, I mean, you're, you're, you're still young trying to figure out your, you know, your alcohol levels at that point. Mm-hmm. The brother went in hardcore. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's young, he's stupid, but motherfucker, you bounced off of a cop SUV into a building. Yeah. I mean, legally, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. So, zing! (laughs) You know, you gotta hand it to him. Oh, 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 Tom, out of nowhere. Man, I can't uh, even read my handwriting on this quadriplegic <laughs> one, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's pretty vulgar. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I think you're on questionable footing there. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Do you think the cops, like, busted out laughing when the the young rookie came running up and said, cuff him? Cuff him, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, uh. And then how do you do that? Like, trying to be, like, you know, politically correct? Like, oh, how do I do this without getting sued? Right? Or or fired or, you know. I don't, uh, man on the side, just toss him in the back seat of the car, I guess. Right? I mean, yeah. You know, like a, a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I was thinking like a sack, like a bag, but yeah. <laughs> and it's not a suggestion. I'm just saying that I don't right. Know. I, I, I can't I, can't quite put my finger on it. Oh, motherfucker! That came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and oh, and anyway, so I did. I was curious, so I looked up what Southern Maryland Newsnet is. It, it's it's just a news aggregate. Yeah, but all the people were shitting on the fact that they had to point out that he was a quadriplegic in the article header. I'm like, have you fuckers never heard of clickbait? You know, right. If it was just an article that says 22-year-old arrested in DUI, nobody's going to read that. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, write a passage, fucker. Yeah, but drunk driver with no arms and legs arrested after crashing into police car? You're getting some hits right there. You are getting some hits. Yeah. (laughs) In case in point, here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Oh, man. So. James, you're a legend. <laughs> and, and you know that's the thing too is 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 first of all, I, oh god. What? So I'm trying to be 
polite, and I, I just I, I'm not good at it. So, was he coming from a bar? That's what I was wondering. I mean, if he was drinking at home, why was he in his car? Yeah. So I'm assuming that he was at a bar or somebody's house that, I don't know, had straws? What the fuck is going on with that? Right. You know, if he's at a bar, whoa, hang on, they're dating, you're, you're looking a little wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you walk? Can you walk a straight line? That's right. <laughs> oh, what is it? Uh, the tip of your nose, right? Can you tip touch your? Nose. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna put you down as a fail on the the drunk test. Yeah, I don't. He didn't have a chance uh-uh. to pass that test because nobody can do their alphabet backwards. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and actually, nobody knows they're linking verbs. Oh yeah, man, that one. Oh god. Ambi bin our as were. Ambi bin is our was were. Look, look, seem, appear, feel, touch, taste, sound, smell, continue, or may become, grow, grow, shine, shine. Thank you. You taught me that. We go now, officer. <laughs> you taught me that years ago, and it's stuck. And it's like, god damn it. Why do I know this stupid shit? Fucking Ashram. <laughs> do you remember the drunk test in, um, oh shit, what was that movie with? The Man with Two Brains? No, not The Man with Two Brains. Uh, <laughs> tape Heads with oh, John God. Cusack. You had to do the alphabet backwards yeah. in sign language, like skipping every third letter or something like that. Or skipping the, skipping the, Vowels. Vowels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Backwards sign language skipping vowels. <laughs> Again, tape heads. You, me, and 12 others saw that. But I don't think even Joan Cusack saw that. It's fabulous. Oh, fucking amazing movie. What's John, John Cusack, Cusack and uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. And the swanky modes. And the swanky modes. Mm-hmm. Any ordinary man would give it up by now. Come on. Oh, Come on. Thank you, Sorry. Dayton James Weber, for making my week, because that was, like, the most phenomenal headline I had seen in ages. Right. And hats off to you, sir, Dayton, uh, Dayton James Weber, for for lack of a better term, for standing up for those uh, quadriplegics. damn. <laughs> You're on fire, man. And and showing that, you know, it, it's not a disability. They can get just as in fucking stupid trouble as anybody else. Amen. He's handy capable. Handy capable indeed. Mm-hmm. To his he own. showed that building what for. Right? Take that. <laughs> East Coast Investments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so two hearty thumbs up. Okay. <sighs> Fuck, we got another car article. Okay, so here we go. And to start off with, I hate the way this headline is written. Yeah, I hate the, when they do that. I hate yeah. when they do that. This fucking BuzzFeed just, bullshit. I should change it. 
Okay, I'll just, so... I'll, no, no. No, the leave it as is. People that are listening to this, fuck them. They can suffer with us. Well, it's not just the AP people. This is... <laughs> I, I grab this stuff from everywhere. Don't, don't, okay. don't, don't necessarily hate on AP. They're like the last great sort of middle, honest, unbiased... Send your donation to oh, <laughs> <laughs> worst ad ever. <laughs> All right, uh, me <clears throat> man crashes the first car he steals. You'll never guess what happened to the second car he stole. Oh, fuck off, a man. <laughs> A man decided to take a minivan and a truck for a joyride over the weekend, but unfortunately for the cars, they met their untimely demise. KOIN reports that 28-year-old Anthony Gates of Portland, Oregon, proved he was a fine, upstanding young man on Friday when he stole the minivan from a family of frontline workers. His joyride didn't last, however, as he quickly lost control of the vehicle on the highway and crashed. A man driving a Chevy pickup saw the wreck and pulled over to help, which ended with Gates jumping into the truck and peeling out of there. (laughs) He didn't get very far because he crashed into a sign advertising all the food that can be found off the exit. So after striking out on driving cars, Gates ran off on foot and scared the living daylights out of people living in the old folks' home. (laughs) Apparently, one of his parents lived in the retirement community and tried waking them up for help. He woke up some of the residents to try and call his parents for help. The residents called 911 and Gates fled again, reports Oregon State Police. Gates eventually made his way to his mother, and once she got a good look at his busted-up face, she called 911. Apparently, the 28-year-old fractured his neck and nicked an artery in another crash that took place a week prior. Mommy Gates also told police her son is a heroin user and warrants out for his arrest. OSP says Gates had dry blood on his face and was impaired to a visible and perceptible degree when they arrived to take him to jail. The family of the stolen minivan has since launched a GoFundMe to replace the vehicle. (laughs) I couldn't have said it better myself. What a prince. (laughs) Holy shit. What right, a first, vile first, human. First and foremost, you know, if you don't know by now, don't fuck with the big horse, man. <laughs> Stay away from the heroin. Don't fuck mm-hmm. with a big H. Uh, that's, that's like the only, you know, sliver of understanding I have for this whole story is, okay, yeah. If he's stuck on, the, on, on on heroin, okay. But there are ample ways to get your shit squared away. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and again, yes, he's he's got some issues, but that's just a shitty thing to okay. do. Okay, so, yeah, but all that aside. 
What a fuck this dick. Guy. <laughs> well, and I went to the GoFundMe page. Yeah. And the story's even worse there because the guy that what was it? The minivan that he stole. Yeah. The only reason the guy was out of his car was to help this guy out. Like he really? asked him a question or needed help yeah. or something and ended up stealing the guy's keys and then like so pulled out from the hospital in a minivan. He essentially fucked over two good Samaritans. Exactly. Because the truck that pulled over was like, oh, well he, well, he hit the truck. Right. The guy hopped out to see, you know, everything all right. Let's exchange, you know, information. No, I'm out, buddy. <laughs> Man almighty. Um, <clears throat> the GoFundMe page is just sad, too. I mean, um, yeah. they were, I read it this morning, they were up to $1,410 to replace this minivan. And how old is this article? From November 2nd. Yeah. So 12 days they've raised a grand. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's rough. Uh, <laughs> their insurance wasn't covering it because it's Grand Theft Auto. So they're. Why is, Ge- that, why they, is that not covered? I don't know. But they specifically said Geico. <laughs> With the um, <clears throat> coverage that they had, did not cover it. So I'm assuming that they have some sort of like state minimum. You know, this is the barest that you need to be legal kind of insurance. But <clears throat> the, the silver lining was that they said they got enough from the GoFundMe to put a down payment on a replacement. But that's fine. Yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of kids. Yes, they're both frontline workers. And they're taking care of one of their parents that has dementia, too. So, like, the guy could not have stolen a worse vehicle. Yeah, you could not have fucked over a worse, a worse, you know, the, the off family than, than yes. these poor people. So, fuck Anthony Gates. Anthony Gates, you're a piece of shit. I hope the heroin wins. Someone needs to blow up your porta potty. <laughs> With you in it. With you in it. You dickbag. Yeah, man. Well, even his own mom's like, oh, you're fucked up. Yeah. I mean, th- you. <laughs> how do you burn that bridge? I mean, Jesus well, Christ. Honestly, like, it, you know, it, it's, it, it, yeah, right. <laughs> I would like to, I, I would like to say it's not that hard, but <laughs> I know my mom. It, dude, she would do my jail time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how shitty you are, yeah. that that should be the, the last mom. resort. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh but she, yeah. she called the cops on his ass. She's like, oh hell no. <laughs> Your fractured neck ass and nicked artery bullshit. Your heroin. <laughs> From the accident a week before. What the fuck, <laughs> man? <laughs> and so obviously this is they said in the headline, this is the first car he stole. So the accident from a week before. Like, did he... Where are those details? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, nicked artery, fractured neck. He was unlikely in my... I, I, I'm guessing he was not a passenger. I'm assuming he was hit. Yep. Yep. Wow. He was out in the street and got hit. Um, yep. Probably wearing the same old 
blood-soaked, pea-stained, fucking Oshkosh bagosh, whatever he was wearing, you know. Corduroys. Corduroys. (laughs) 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 What are you doing? I'm running for the police. (laughs) 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 You're you're going to start a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Just a vile, terrible, terrible person. Yeah, and again, there is a sliver of understanding because addiction is no fucking joke. Right. Um, It's unfortunate. It happens. Uh, But there's no shortage of lifelines that are available. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, now he'll get the help that he needs. It's sad that it had to come to this point, but... um, for all the heroin users that are listening right now, for the time being, if you see people in scrubs, leave them the fuck alone, okay? Yeah. We kind of need them right now. Yeah, pretty much anybody like walking around with scrubs or even like, you know an apron or a shirt with that, that has their, <laughs> their name embroidered on it or right? they're wearing a name tag. Uh Leave them alone. They're they're kind of taking care of the rest of us. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, anybody? Yeah, and don't be like stealing the tools out of somebody's fucking truck. No, that's a dick move, dude. All right, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to soapbox. So you, I'm gonna we need to I gotta stop. Oh, <laughs> because. Dude, this, yeah. this next article is all soapbox. Yeah, see, I'm saving it up for this sort of bullshit. Because right. <laughs> this is the kind of shit. Oh. Yeah. So jam your pinky toe <laughs> into the corner of your desk, because here we go. <clears throat> right. Excuse me, but your lunch is too elaborate and might upset someone. Oh. <laughs> At a time when there is so much going on in the world, who would have thought... Wait, am I supposed to be reading this, or is it your turn? It's my turn, but I don't give a shit. No, go. Go. I like your All DJ right. voice. I'm not keeping score. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm used to being evens, not odds. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, I've been to... Oh, never mind. Sorry. I'll ask you a quick later. <laughs> okay. If you're watching a show that I'm watching, it's brilliant. Okay. All right, everybody else, earmuffs. <laughs> Dude, Queen's Gambit, yes or no? I uh, haven't started it yet. Do. Okay. Okay. I'll watch it right after you watch Breaking Bad. Booker. <laughs> All right. That's like my Christmas thing. I've got a week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to put it in for a week before Christmas or after Christmas. Oh, okay. And I, I'm going to watch Breaking Bad. And play whatever Xbox game my wife gets me for Christmas. Aw. Okay. Yeah, happy days. Okay. All right. Excuse me, but your lunch is too elaborate and might upset someone. There it is. At a time when there's so much going on in the world, who would have thought that a student's school lunch would be the center of a controversy? But alas, here we are. A father has taken to Reddit to to determine whether or not he was in the wrong for for refusing to comply with a teacher's request that they tone down the daughter's elaborate lunches. 
My kid's eight. Long story short, my wife tries to make really fun lunches for my daughter, he explained in a post. See, I did the voice there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's important to us that our child likes her lunches and that she's happy. Mm-hmm. They sound horrible. <laughs> However, the extra steps these parents took to ensure their child's happiness didn't go over well with their teacher. My daughter's teacher called and left a message asking us that we simplify our her lunches and do the typical sandwich thing because other kids, quote, don't have as elaborate as lunches and it might make them feel bad, he said. <laughs> Instead of agreeing to comply, though, he sent a strongly worded email <laughs> in response that said, no. We won't, and that I really don't care, and that if other kids get upset, then maybe it would be a good teaching moment for her. The consensus among Redditors seems to be that they agree with the father's response to not comply with the teacher's request. One response, quote, does your boss request that you drive a 2007 Corolla because your coworkers can't stand to see a Tesla? <laughs> Another added, I love those cute little lunches and do bento boxes for, a, for my, oh, I love those little lunches and do bento boxes for my adult lunches. The teacher sounds like a snowflake. What next? Asking kids to get a wrong answer on a quiz because they're smart. Oh man, so much to unpack. You know, and this 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 is where this is where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, w- dude, we've got a lot of friends that are teachers that have uh, a crazy amount of shit to deal with right now in trying to to educate you know, in these uncertain times, mm-hmm. um, uh, fucking it's lunch. <laughs> End of the day, fuck it, it's lunch. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, I went to school just like every you know the, the rest of us did, and you look to the guy next to you and like, oh, fucking bugles. Yes. <laughs> How do you get? Fu- I got a. a PB and J on fucking white with an apple. Yep, and one of them's the heel from the end of the, no, the yeah. loaf of bread. <laughs> well, and then you know the apples in the bag with the and it's smashed, and so like you know <laughs> the apples impacted the sandwich, yep. so that oh god, it's just destroyed. But you're like lunch. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't care. We were like, oh, that guy fucking got bugle. Dude, he's got a bag of Doritos. <laughs> oh, fucking Rockefeller. <laughs> oh, God. But again, it's one of those things that it's like, it, it didn't, I, you know, I, I didn't hate them. They didn't make me feel bad. They were still friends of right. mine. I can see, you know, it, it was just one of those things that's like, all right, you tucked that away in the back of your head and you said, one of these days, I'm going to be able to buy some fucking bugles. See, that's that's the thing, that if 
if we bring everybody down to the same level, like, okay, you're allowed a white bread sandwich and a fruit for lunch, and that's it. Kids won't know that other lunches even exist. So, you know, when this little girl brings in, and I could not find a picture anywhere of the lunch, but an elaborate lunch. Well, from what they said, that. It, it appears that, that, that she's, they're, they're being they're, they're packing her a bento box. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. So, cool. Yeah. So if I, as a kid, if I see that, or I see the kid with the bugles, that gives me something to shoot for. Like, okay, now as an eight year old, I understand what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Bugles are important to me. How do I get to the bugles? Right. What do I need to do to get to a point where bugles are an option? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, oddly enough, I actually remember seeing this on Reddit. It's in the subreddit called um, Am I the Asshole? I love it. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I, I, I'm not on it, I don't, but, but Sarah tells me about it all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. great. And it's all stories like this. Like, here's what happened in my life. Yeah. Am I the asshole in this situation? So, okay. Um, and yeah, most people were saying that he's not. I'm going to have to call it a draw just because of his shitty response to the teacher. The, I, the teacher is the asshole in this situation for making something out of nothing. But the guy could have just said, uh, we're going to politely pass and we're going to feed our daughter the way we want to. Not be a snippy little shit about it. Which, again, 90% of the stuff yeah. people put on Reddit is bullshit anyways. That's probably yeah. the response that he thought of like the next morning. Like, oh, I should have yeah. thought of that. Oh, God, that was so polite. Right. <laughs> yeah, because more often than not, you know, what you're going to – were it me. And I think the majority of people, the response is, well, you know, I understand your concern, blah, yep. blah, blah. However, our daughter is X, Y, Z, and we feel that this is better. And so, yeah, essentially, politely, go fuck yourself. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think the one of the bigger bigger issues I saw as a parent was, you know, this little girl is actually going to have a healthy relationship with food, right? Based on what her mom is doing, going that extra step. I mean, the yeah. world is against this little girl when it comes to her relationship with food as she grows up. Mm-hmm. So anything her mom can do to Bring joy to a meal. I am all for. That's yeah. Um, you know, you've got a daughter. I've got a son. It's completely different when it comes to that sort of thing. And I know that it's a polarizing concept. Mm-hmm. And as much as as as, as a, a young male child and a young female, right. Their relationship to food and, oh, well, that's going to make me fat or that's going to do this or that's, you know, the whole body image thing. And this goes, you know, obviously you're alluding, what you're alluding to, it goes, it goes so much deeper um, that, yeah, I, I, I hadn't quite considered that. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, the relationship with food starts at beyond, you know, before yep. this point. Absolutely, absolutely. And if if this little girl is getting attention at lunch because I don't know, I don't know again what her mom does. Like maybe 
cuts the bread into little animal shapes or or shit like that. Yeah. Other uh, little <clears throat> girls can see that and think that's fun. I want that too. Right. You know. I mean, she's. And, and, oh, and how horrible for for little Jenny to go home and go, hey, can you can you can you, can you cut it into the triangles? Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's get these kids involved. And I, I love yeah. the fact that you thought of that, that the, the other little kids could go home and like, hey, mom, I didn't know this was a thing, but can you do this for my lunch? Yeah. And it, it makes it fun. And how hard is that? Because, I mean, as parents, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> you know, and it's, and it, which is like, you know, it, it in retrospect, is it, completely absurd because... It, well, it, it's kind of how the species got to this point, right? <laughs> we just kind of procreate, but you know, nobody shares anything. There's not a mm-hmm. there's there's sort of some sort of expectation of a, of an owner's manual that's supposed right. to come out <laughs> that's supposed to flop out after the placenta ejects. <laughs> <laughs> You fish it out of that bag. Get, yeah, oh, there, there it is. is. <laughs> Wipe this off. <laughs> Take it at home. That's the instruction manual. Yep. I'm going to read this cover to cover. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you clean it. Because I'm not touching it before. <laughs> that looks yucky. Oh, fuck. But, you know, we don't know. It, it's absurd that we don't know. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. And it's so simple. Why not? And then again, you have to you have to establish an environment that the child is comfortable saying, "Hey, can you can you do this to my school lunch?" Yeah. Okay. Which which should be easy. It should be. Should be. You know, as much as like you know, I I like turkey more than ham. Yeah, something like that. And again, you know this. These parents are starting a conversation with a class about healthy food. You know, God forbid that ever happens. Right. Well, so, that's, yeah. that's what the guy says. It's like, you know, this is a this is a teachable moment that, mm-hmm. sh- that the teacher is missing out on. Oh yeah, it, absolutely. He, he's, he is absolutely right. Yep. And it's not it's not about body image. Or, you know, gender or any of that shit. It's it's about you know being comfortable and, and confident and, and able to voice what you want. Yeah, what, voice your preference. God forbid. And Jesus, you know, you know, at the end of the day, the whole we're talking about a school fucking about lunch. <laughs> Right? <laughs> you know, an event that we all look forward to, but I would I would I would venture a guess that like the majority of us don't plan. No. Not really. We know what's we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I'm gonna have. Uh, I must admit, I mean, yeah, I threw out like, well, I'm a parent. My entire um process for my daughter's lunch throughout her school life was sticking $50 in her online account whenever it got low. So, okay, 
I, I'm not saying that, well, I didn't elaborate on lunch by any means. She no. she bought, she was happy buying. She got whatever she wanted, and she mm-hmm. some sometimes actually did a good job about it, too. You know, there are lots of salads in there with the Starbucks. <laughs> and, and yes, okay, I, I get it. I've I've been that other kid, like you said, that has the smashed PB and J. Yep. And you, you see know. other kids' lunches. But again, that uh, if you don't know bento boxes exist, how can you make that a goal? Right. You yeah. can see the you know, I'm not gonna say the better off kids, but maybe the kids that whose parents make lunch a priority. You say, Wow, what yeah. the fuck is that? And how do I get one? You know? Yeah. Well, was it 16 Candles? When uh, Molly Ringwald, they're all having lunch. Oh, no. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Yes. And she's got a bento box. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just now remembering this. Right? I I blotted it. I didn't blot it, but I just forgot about it. it. It never occurred to me until now that the importance of that scene. And oh, that, yeah. Like, each movie. kid had a different lunch at the same table. It, and it totally defined them. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Wow. wow. How brilliant. I haven't and, thought of that in years. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm sure, I'm sure I realized it at the time. Right. But it's one of those those subtle things that you lose when you when you think back to 16 candles <laughs> or for, I'm sorry breakfast club breakfast club um it's one of those things that you forget about right the just that defining moment of all of these representatives of these cliques and their lunches because not only are they out of you know out of sequence with with the norm because now they're all stuck together in this situation. Right. They're not amongst the rest of their their crew. It's a Saturday. Here's their lunch. And it's the same lunch that they would get Monday through Friday at school. Right. And so, yeah. The princess gets the bento box. <laughs> but how much more difficult would it have been for, you know, uh, any of them other than, other than, right. uh, shit. You know, it was a defining movie in my life and I can't remember anybody else that was in it. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, <laughs> Martin Sheen's other kid. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> and uh, uh, was it Jennifer Ali Jason Sh- Lay? No, Ali Sheedy. No, Ali right. Sheedy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I kind of mix those two up sometimes. I do too, all the time. <laughs> so, were, were you a brown bag kid all the way through school? Yeah, for the most part. Um,. Yeah, uh, there, there were there was a time during later in high school. I had some money because well, I had a job, mm-hmm. and so it was my money. And so I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm not making a goddamn sandwich. I'm going to go buy some, <laughs> some fucking hot food, right? And eat, and eat like a human because mm-hmm. 
Because I got a job at 14. <laughs> yeah, I had to use so my that, own money for, for food then, too. <laughs> so that I could get shit that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was again, it looked good. Like, I want Coney dogs. I want yeah. fish sandwiches. <laughs> How do I right? get there? <laughs> well, the shit coming out of that room smells good. <laughs> Absolutely. This apple is pulverized by PB&J. <laughs> to this day, I cannot stand grape jelly. Oh, God. Me either. God. When we were little kids, my brother and I had these fucking uh, Tupperware lunch boxes. Yeah. And Don't lose that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had Eshelman in huge oh. letters on it. And it was worth more than you. Oh, by God, yes. But I th- you lose that, I, don't come home. I think my mom made the lunches at night. Mm-hmm. So when you have these Tupperware things in your locker all day, that shit gets hot. So yeah. uh, you had, like, the peanut butter <laughs> side was fine, but the jelly side, like, went through the bread. <laughs> the condensation. Yeah. <laughs> as, as the cold thing heated up. Yeah. So, <laughs> And it's a little ecosystem. <laughs> yep. So, oh, like every sandwich was terrible. <sighs> but, I mean, you had nothing else to eat. It's this or go hungry, so I'll opt for the warm jelly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, I got two quarters, so I guess I'll get a kingdom. <laughs> I don't think we, we didn't have vending machines in grade school. <laughs> No, we didn't either. We didn't either. But you could, uh, no, we, yeah, we didn't have any. Yeah, shit. so I think we got like uh, pretzels and a Hershey bar was on the side. But yeah, I mean, I I cannot eat grape jelly anymore. It's funny. I, I have a heart. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of grape jelly either. And I never quite realized why until now. <laughs> yep. Same with bologna. I don't even yeah. like the smell of bologna anymore because I had to eat so much of it as a kid. I kind of got over the bologna thing in Germany, but um, yeah, I, it took a minute. Well, isn't it, it like an inch thick and fried there? Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's a different thing. <laughs> and then uh, what is that place up in... Uh, Oh crap! The fr- the fried bologna sandwiches over at uh, GNR Grill. GNR Grill, yeah. Um, yep. I was back in Ohio. Oh geez, several years ago, we were just Dylan and I, and uh, driving up. We were driving up up north, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, dude, we got to stop over here." <laughs> fried bologna. Do you remember when they tried to open a bar in Columbus on Bethel, Bernie's Bologna Bar? Yeah. And on they they never got their license to sell food there, but they could give it away. So Happy Hour Friday, they made bologna sandwiches, and they cut them in quarters. And so, like, I would drive like a bat out of hell from work. I was working on campus at the time to Bernie's for happy hour. And I look like fucking Cookie Monster sitting there. Just, 
destroying this thing. Where was that? I don't think I've ever been there. Um, I had, Bernie's. I had. I know I've been there. It was in the little strip mall on, like, by Reed and Bethel. You know where like Hoon and Lion is. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. It was about halfway up that little strip mall. Yeah. I'll swear you, you've been there before. I, I remember you there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, Ron there was, used to play there. Like, yeah. You know, play on the weekends. Yeah, Bernie's Baloney Bar. Yeah, I remember. Bernie's um, Baloney Bar. The Cinemark Movie Theater was up there, right? That uh, one? That's further up. That's by, that was, uh, that was up. That's okay. Carriage Place. So, okay. It's further east of that. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I think we had my brother's 18th birthday there. Like, he invited <laughs> a bunch of friends. I had a bunch of friends. Like, Ron was playing. And so, like, all of them were just hanging out in the back room shooting pool. And we sawed up to the bar. I'm like, hi, I'd like four pictures, please. And just go. Doo, 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 doo. Damn, they have the electric, electric dartboards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. I remember that now. Yeah, Bernie's. I think it. Fuck maybe, them. Not to get nostalgic, but um, may it was my brother's birthday, and we had a bunch of balloons that we inflated with helium and shit. And yeah. So they're all over the ceiling. So Ron, while he's up there playing guitar, like other people were showing up at the bar, is getting kind of crowded. And he said, "This in one of those balloons, we put a hundred dollar bill." And oh so my god, finds it, keeps it. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember this. And so they had the the pub height tables and chairs. Yeah. So he had all these drunk people standing on like these what four or four and a half foot tall bar stools, reaching for the ceiling, and then they would just go bum and and fall on the floor. <laughs> It was like like active Darwinism. <laughs> oh, people! I love it. Yeah, we hate them. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so wow, we're at the end of the show and we're on time too. Yeah, we're we're doing all right. We're we're getting kind we, of good at this. We took care of business. We had some bullshit. Yep, we had some laughs. We learned some lessons. I still got the better part of a beer left. And it's Miller Lite, too. Kudos, sir. Kudos. Oh, yes. Fuck it, I'm not proud. I'm motivated. <laughs> I opted for the Dos Equis this time. I, I felt Actually, expensive. Uh, Miller Lite's my go-to, to be completely honest. Miller Lite and Guinness. Miller Lite and Guinness. Wow, that's like... Alpha Omega, yeah. Water and crude oil. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's hard to get Guinness here. I don't know why. What, like the stores don't carry it? Or is it always out of stock? It's a little combination of both. Huh. Who knew? I blame the COVIDs. Is that uh, the toilet paper and stout are gone from the store? Yes. Yep. Because mm-hmm. California is fucked up. Yep. Say, so what's going to keep me from pooping and needing toilet paper? I know. 
a, a black and tan will do it. <laughs> That's how we'll get them. <laughs> oh, Christ. Ah. Ah. All right. So, shit. I thought so we closest. What? Okay, sorry. Sorry. When's thunder, when, when is Thunderdome? December 12th. December 12th. All right. At, at 9 p.m., and again, I'll I'll post something on our Facebook page on how to get the link. We do this in Google Meet, so I'll just send out the link to everybody that wants to participate. Yeah, and, and you can be. Wow, that's really professional. Quite. You don't hear the hounds in the background. They're coming for you. <laughs> that's my asshole neighbors. Welcome to California. Fuck that guy. No, yeah, right? Dude, I've got, like, holy shit, we got a whole other show. Folks, stand by. <laughs> I've got fucking Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom of assholes <laughs> <laughs> that live behind me. Wow. A whole block's worth of fuckers that don't know how to goddamn control their dogs. Mm. That's terrible. Do you have somebody that you can complain to, like a homeowners association? No. Mm. Like a city? Like a like a city? <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of government? No, they're not interested in controlling that aspect of our lives. Not yet. No. Oh, that's awful. But I feel for you, man. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, December 12th. <laughs> um, other right, people so yeah. can join in. So yeah, you can listen to Tom bitch about dogs. Well, and uh, we'll, that's a whole we'll, other episode. Okay. We'll, we'll book that one. That's January. Uh, maybe. Okay. It'll be oh. cold out. They, well, not there, I guess, right? Uh, well, you know what? These fuckers, it, <laughs> 50 degrees is cold to these dumbasses. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm walking out, like, you know, in my Ohio, you know, uniform with shorts and a fucking <laughs> hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> That's camouflage, man. They're, they're looking at me like I've got three eyes. <laughs> Who is this fucking guy? Right? <laughs> Nanook of the North. <laughs> like, I am not from you. I am not one of you. <laughs> I am not of this place. <laughs> mm. Weakling. Weaklings. Yes. <clears throat> um the fuck are we talking about something about next week oh yeah okay um <laughs> two weeks from now yeah anyways oh, thanksgiving thanksgiving after yeah next week. we have a we have an after thanksgiving show we're going to put together a buyer's remorse saturday buyer's remorse saturday <laughs> and then after that thunderdome yeah two go in so well, two we'll, we'll both come out uh, yeah. 
Well, uh, we hope. Got shit. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm like 51 now. I, I didn't think I'd live to 50. So I, I could go any time. Yeah, but you got that, that beautiful California sunshine that you're soaking up. You're going to live to be 100. Oh, God, don't fucking threaten me. <laughs> <laughs> you're just now hitting your midlife, dude. <laughs> Again. Didn't uh, your state broke a million cases this week, didn't you? Cases, yeah. Yeah, congrats. Way to go. Well, uh, cases. <laughs> I think uh, we're yeah, deaths are, I mean, not that they're low, but... But no, know. but it, 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 you, you put it... Oh, shit, we're going to go here. You put it in cases, it's different than deaths. Yeah, but the numbers are bigger. That's what okay. sells. Well, exactly. That's why, oh, shit, tune in. We're concerned. Right. If the governor came out and said 65 people died, no one would give a shit. Right. But when you say 8,000 people are sick, you're like, wow, that has a comma. What are we going to do about this? Yeah. And it's not like 8,000 are sick. It's 8,000 have this virus. Right. <laughs> to some degree. But somewhere between sniffle and intubation. <laughs> However, yeah, 65 died. That sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm not discounting the fact that people die. That sucks for all concerned, except for the person that's dead. They don't give a shit. <laughs> They're done. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> oh, my but, God. But oh, the, fuck. Well, no, seriously. Think of death. All right. I'm, I died. All right. I got no worries. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Dead. It's the people that have to deal with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the grieving process, which is varied. So, yeah, it sucks. People die. But people die all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. And, but, you know, there are things that, that, that people die from that are arguably preventable. And there are various degrees at which things can be prevented. And there are various avenues that governments and people that are in positions of power can do to, you know, mitigate death by policy and procedure. So, yeah, I'm not necessarily one to say I'm not going to discount 65 deaths, but... 65 people died of this thing today. On the same day, 100 people died of something else. 1,000 people died of something else. 50 people died of something else. And people die of things every day. However, you know, you've got to filter it through, you know, the, the prevention methods and available uh, means of mitigation. I'm not going to disagree with you, but <laughs> we're getting so way away from what we do. 
Thunderdome is 28 days away. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Here's my two cents. Okay, yes, 65 doesn't seem like a very big number. That's 65 families that have to deal with somebody dying from a disease that literally did not exist a year ago. Right. That for what we know about it can be mitigated by minimal processes for each individual to take. It's like if the if the flu were deadly. You know, would you would you change your day-to-day to A, not get it, and B, not give it to other people. Right. But at what point, where, where is the, where, oh God, okay. Where, where is, the, <laughs> I hate that we're doing this, but where, <laughs> where, where is the midpoint? Where is the break even between saving lives and saving li- livelihoods? <clears throat> I'm not going to go into the shutting down the cities and, you know, the the, the lockdowns. Right. I'm just talking about the minimal wear a fucking mask, stay yeah. away from other fucking people. Yeah. How about we, how about let's try that for a month and see what happens? Well, well that's just crazy. I, it's, uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't want to shut your fucking town down, but... <laughs> Let, oh. let, let's try this other thing that people with science degrees are saying just might work. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. So, and it again, seems really uh, I, uh, it just, it befuddles me. You know, everybody's like, oh, we can't afford another lockdown. I don't even think we need one if we would, if we literally. They just said, "Here's the bare minimum. Yeah. If we if we do this for ninety days, this will, you know, by then, the disease won't have anywhere to go, and it'll just dissipate, and it won't be as severe. Right. But then you have, and I'm just going to say fifty percent, but fifty percent of the country looks at that bare minimum, and is like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing the bare minimum." That's that's not for me. You know? I think a lot of it is, you know, we're Americans. We are a, a a people that have, you know, choice and freedom ingrained in our oh, oh you know oh oh, <laughs> oh so young DNA. <laughs> um, and it's. You know, we're still evolving as a as a species that is American, and it's it's interesting that you know there's there is you, you're absolutely right, Mike. That that the bare minimum is mask up, social distance. That's that just to me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you. It seems so simple. <laughs> it's, you know, but, well, I don't know if masks are all that effective. Well, can you, so what? Right, try it. Let's see what happens. 
to pop one on when you're going through Kroger and then take it off when you're loading the groceries in the car. Right. <laughs> you know, we're not taking away any of your civil liberties. We're just trying to enforce, not enforce, but we're just trying to, we're asking that <laughs> that you, you think about anybody that may come within six feet of you. Yes. You know, and it's sad, but I'm willing to bet if day one, when, you know, Dr. Fauci came out and said, all right, there's this disease that's rolling in. We don't know how to stop it, but you can protect yourself from getting it by wearing a mask and staying six feet away from other people. I bet you this country would have been masked up in minutes. Yeah, that's the thing. <clears throat> Myself included, I don't react well to being told what to do. Yep. I don't react well to mandates. I don't re Oh, God. Especially a fucking federal mandate. <laughs> because... Fucker, I don't care where I am in the world or in this country. Don't lump me in. Don't lump my city in with another city. Mm -hmm. Don't lump the state that I happen to reside in with another state. Don't lump California in with North fucking Dakota. Right. <laughs> there, there are completely different things going on. So you empower the structure as it was intended from local all the way up. The people on the ground know their shit. Mm -hmm. They know their people. They know the situation. You empower them to take necessary measures to control whatever situation happens in their, in their area at that time. So when you've got upper level, you know, from, from, from federal to state level, they don't have a clear vision of what's happening on the ground. Right. At the macro, at the micro level. Empower the fucking mayors and your, your, your county leadership to take the necessary steps. Governors and federal level agencies are responsible for making sure that those mayors and in counties have the resources that they need. There's no need for a statewide or, or nationwide mandate on anything. I think that would be a lot more palatable for the majority of the Americans. If it were, if it you were out as such, if that that process would have been very helpful, like in February. Well, nobody asked me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> if only you <clears throat> had some means to communicate <laughs> with the federal government. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> News and weather and Tom on the tens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
you know what? I a hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> but the part that was missing was the support. Yes. The and again, I hate using the word mandate, but the mm-hmm. instructions on how to beat this should have come from the county or city level. Mm-hmm. And the support should have come from the federal and state level. But the problem was that that support wasn't there. So you literally had counties and cities and states all battling it out on the open market to get everything that they needed. So, yes, uh, your your town should have said... Hey man, we're getting beat up by this a lot more than the farming community a hundred miles away. Yeah. So how about everybody in this area mask up and quit fucking around, and everybody out there just do your thing, and we'll keep an eye on you and see what happens. That didn't happen, you know. Right. I'm glad, in a way, DeWine stepped up when he did because Ohio would be in a lot worse shape than they were. And if you look at our numbers. We were doing pretty good until it got warm, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Oh, fuck, let's- <laughs> I'm going to Creek. That sucked, but now let's go on with our lives." <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, there is no, and it's unfortunate because this this totally seems like something that would have been. <laughs> I've been through a lot of, you know, or, or risk management, risk analysis, worst case scenario exercises and shit like that. It, it just seems like something like a global pandemic would have kind of been something we all kind of knew. How to, not we, but I mean, as far as, as leadership right, would have, would, would have been exposed at least aware of, like, there should be a playbook for this. <laughs> There's a binder somewhere. Someone's like, got a fucking oh. one and a half inch binder yep. that says, oh, balls. This is what we should have done. Yep. And, you know, uh, yeah. You know, a lot of people give, uh, oh, never mind. Um, each state, county, municipality should have some sort of idea of what to do in situations like this. And I'm surprised they don't. Yep. That was, this is like the big sort of, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) he got his skirt ripped off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I guarantee you a hundred years from now, when this happens again, they will approach it completely differently than we did. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um and that's the beautiful thing about humanity is is for the most part those of us that survive learn mm-hmm. from our mistakes and write the shit down. Right. <laughs> and, and and pray that it's, you know, not going to be edited for the, you know, the, the, the current audience and you know so yeah the, the the playbook is there you know obviously this happened to, you know back in in 1918 mm-hmm. 
which, you know, <laughs> I learned about for the first time a couple months ago. <laughs> so it's not like it's being widely populized in the schools. Right. But, you know, neither are the widespread accomplishments of American, you know, or, or you know, American minorities and, and American uh, anything. It's, it's all, there's an, a, not an agenda, but there's there's a, a standard that's been established that I think at this point in time in our our cycle, we're at the the, the precipice of of rewriting or, or or fixing, not rewriting. Obviously, no, we don't want to edit. Don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking edit history. Jesus Christ. Embrace, em, embrace the fuck. Em, embrace the fuck. Because if you embrace the fuck of history, you you don't have to, to take it dry next time around. Words to live by. Yeah, write that down, folks. <laughs> you don't have to take it dry. Um, Shit. We've got a half hour over from what we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, it, wanted to talk about. It feels good to get it off our chest, though. But just uh, if, like, for the three people that are still listening, just take personal responsibility. You know, bingo. <laughs> and if you don't give a shit about your hum- uh, fellow humans, just put a fucking mask on to protect yourself. If it if that's what you need to to do it, then just fucking do it. We'll get through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, I do want to stop talking about this, so I'm going to bring it up again that I'm <laughs> super stoked to talk to our friends in a few weeks and, and bullshit with them and get to see everybody and laugh at Peggy for hiding in a closet while she's talking to us. She's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, like, but she gets it. Right. <laughs> so, and again, I'll I'll put the info out there. I hope that some people take advantage of it. I know there are tons of you out there that I haven't talked to. On I don't know about Tom, but I there nope. are yeah I kind of miss some people here and there. But it'd be fun to spend a few minutes bullshitting, have a drink, and then you can listen to it on Spotify the following month. How cool is that, dude? Really. <laughs> I know those guys. Yeah, this shit's permanent, man. <laughs> yeah, we can search ourselves on Spotify now, and shit comes up. Don't do that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, Dad, do that. Do that. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so before we sound find other shit to bitch about, maybe we should uh, close the books on episode 11. Good call. <laughs> so, uh, again, sorry it went long. I hope you learned something. I hope you, like, look something up based on this. I hope you felt something. Yeah, man, we had some heartfelt shit this month or half month. This episode. So, yeah. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, I guess we will catch you mutants uh, in a couple weeks 
when we come back for um, what you call it again? Um, you called it the Thunderdome. No, not Thunderdome. The, uh, oh, the after Black oh. Friday, buyers remorse <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> 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 um. We have articles about food. We have articles about animals. And because Tom demanded it, we have a article about mailboxes. Yes. <laughs> it's not so much mailboxes, but what Jesus thinks about them. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we will bid you adieu. Ciao.